This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. California voters are working their way through a long list of ballot measures, including three that are shaking up the real estate world. Two of them would make big changes to property tax rules, while a third would give cities free reign on rent control. The Real Deal calls them crucial and complicated, and they're now in the hands of voters who may not understand the implications. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Prop 15 is a property tax measure that has fired up many of the big real estate trade groups. At first glance, you might not think it's a property tax measure because it's called the California Schools and Local Community Funding Act of 2020. It aims to raise that money by raising property taxes on properties that are currently protected by Prop 13. If you live in California, you probably know about Prop 13. It was passed by voters in 1978. It froze property values and limited yearly tax increases to just 2% of the value, so long as the property is not sold. But once it's sold, the value readjusts to market rate, and so do the taxes. The new Prop 15 ballot measure will leave the rules alone for residential properties and smaller commercial properties, but will remove Prop 13 protections for commercial properties worth more than $3 million. That could trigger a massive increase in property taxes for those properties. The changes would not apply to agricultural land. Prop 15 is backed by teachers' unions and Democratic lawmakers like Gavin Newsom and Senator Kamala Harris. According to USC Dornsife analysis, Prop 15 would raise around $11 billion, give or take a billion. About 60% would go to local governments and 40% to grade schools and community colleges. Supporters feel that businesses need to help fill a revenue gap, especially now in the time of COVID. They also want to eliminate a loophole that allows businesses to sell a portion of the business without triggering a property tax event. And they say it levels the playing field between businesses who've been in California for a long time and newcomers. On the flip side, passage will impact business owners and business tenants who are responsible for paying those property taxes. That could put some companies out of business or raise prices for the goods and services that they sell. It could also be just one more reason for businesses to move out of California altogether. Some critics also say it could impact housing because local officials may choose to approve commercial projects over residential projects because of the property tax revenue. Prop 19 is the second property tax measure on the ballot, and it's also related to Prop 13. It's called Property Tax Transfers, Exemptions, and Revenue for Wildlife Agencies and Counties. What it does? It allows some residential homeowners to keep their ultra-low property tax evaluations when they move. If Prop 19 is approved, it would apply to people over the age of 55, the severely disabled, and wildfire victims who move from one part of California to another. The Real Deal offered an example of how it would work. It said, take a 57-year-old who bought a house in 2000 that was assessed then at $100,000. If that person buys a house this year for $1 million, His or her tax bill will be the same as it was on the old home based on its 20-year-old assessment. That's not a bad deal if you can swing it. Supporters include the California Association of Realtors who promote the proposition as a way to help wildfire victims. But this proposition could also get more homes on the market by encouraging older people to trade up, which would provide more affordable starter homes in the California market. It only applies to a primary home, so out-of-staters with second homes in California can't make use of it. In fact, language in the proposition claims to have closed loopholes used by East Coast investors, celebrities, wealthy non-California residents, 
and trust fund heirs. Prop 21. Voters will also decide the fate of Proposition 21 for a major expansion of statewide rent control. It's called the Rental Affordability Act and would let local governments expand rent control to more properties, including single-family homes and condos. Those properties were protected from rent control under the Costa-Hawkins Rental Housing Act of 1995. Prop 21 would amend the act to allow rent control on all rental properties that are 15 years old or older. It would also allow for vacancy control so that cities could limit the amount that landlords can raise the rent for new tenants. But that said, it will allow as much as a 15% increase over three years when a new tenant moves in. Voters were presented with a similar measure in 2018, and they rejected it with a 59% of the vote. But the California rental market is not the same now as it was then. Because of COVID-19, rents are already dropping in some of California's priciest neighborhoods. According to Zumper's National Rent Report for October, the median rent for a one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco fell more than 20% year-over-year. San Jose, Oakland, Los Angeles, and San Diego were also among the top 10 cities with the biggest rent declines. And some people feel that Prop 21 is not needed now. The LA Times published a story called Prop 21, Does Expanding Rent Control Make Sense in a COVID Recession? Director for the Yes on 21 campaign, Renee Moya, told the Times that this is a prime time for Prop 21. She says that rents may be falling in some areas, but it's an uneven drop in rents and housing is still unaffordable. She also mentioned that passing this now would make it possible to lock in lower rents. As investors and landlords, we know that protecting the tenant is only half the equation. Landlords also need consideration. Rent control is a disincentive for landlords to do any business in California. And right now, many landlords are struggling with eviction moratoriums as they try to pay their own bills. If Prop 21 passes, it would only serve as another blow to an already tough situation. The executive director of the Apartment Association of Greater Los Angeles, Daniel Yokelson, says of Prop 21, All the things the proponents are claiming for Prop 21 and the reasons for it do not exist. He calls it the bankruptcy bill. Economist Brian Asquith commented in the Times article that one side effect of Prop 21 might be the conversion of apartments into condos, which will reduce rental housing in California. He also says it could result in higher rents over time, if landlords make full use of the 15% increase allowed between tenants. Los Angeles developer Paul Sean may have provided the most valuable insight into what could happen. He told the Times, Our investors are already telling us that if Prop 21 passes, they want to look at development opportunities in other states. Well, thanks for listening. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, subscribing helps us rank and helps keep you informed. And even more helpful to the podcast would be giving us a rating. We'd really appreciate that. You can also visit our website at newsforinvestors.com. You'll get lots of information on how you can become job optional through real estate. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 